0: Greetings, I'm Amanda Elise, and you're listening to Creative and Caffeinated, the podcast all about creating inspiration and inspiring creatives. My aim is to bring mental health awareness into the creative space to inform and inspire. Before we get into today's topic, I first just want to say that I hope you all are well and that you and your families are staying safe during this very trying time. My role as a content creator during this era is a treasured one. While many of you are currently opting or being forced to stay home due to the COVID-19 outbreak, you are turning to us to provide you with entertainment. As history has shown, when the world is in turmoil, we turn to artists to temporarily escape from our reality and find solace. Today is no different. At the same time, in the digital age, we have a responsibility to help stop the spread of misinformation and use our platforms wisely rather than to manipulate others for financial gain or impose our values upon them. You have many choices when it comes to the content you consume, and I urge you to continue choosing wisely while simultaneously thanking you from the bottom of my heart for choosing to support my content during these less than ideal times. I don't take that responsibility lightly And I want you all to know that. The topic I'm going to be discussing in this episode is the idea that everyone is the hero in their own story. This is something I think about on a near daily basis. When I'm driving home and someone cuts me off in traffic, I have the knee-jerk reaction to assume they're somehow intended to offend me. But I challenge this thought by asking myself, Did they really even notice that they were doing that? Certainly, it had an impact on me, but perhaps there were more pressing things on their mind than who the stranger was in the car behind them. This viewpoint became even more solidified when I became a therapist, and I needed to learn how to express empathy for all of my clients, even in times where we held opposing views or values. The idea that everyone is the hero in their own story is not an excuse for someone's behavior. Rather, it opens up the space for two people to discuss their opposing viewpoints. When you view someone as you view yourself, rather than assuming someone's just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole, the potential for real conversation becomes possible. As people, we all act in an attempt to align our actions with our beliefs and our values which are shaped by multiple factors, and is probably the topic for a future podcast. The inspiration for this podcast was actually inspired by a different podcast I listened to recently. If you haven't checked out NPR's Hidden Brain, I highly recommend the episode titled Passion Isn't Everything as a great one to start out on. It expands on this topic as it relates to the political realm and will be linked in the show notes for your convenience. The main takeaway from that episode is this idea that can be generalized beyond politics and into our daily lives, especially how we interact with others in the digital age. It's this us-versus-them mentality, which is an intrinsic quality in us as humans. We have evolved to view people who are different than us as outsiders, and therefore potentially dangerous or harmful in some way. Again, I want to reiterate this is not an excuse for cruel behavior such as discrimination and xenophobia, but simply a way of understanding those who have opposing views to make it easier for us to talk about those differences without letting our emotions run the gamut. To use a more playful example, I also want to shout out one of my favorite YouTube channels right now, Jell's Marble Runs who I am going to link in the show notes and consider it a very strong suggestion for your mental health to go watch some of these videos. It's a channel dedicated to recreating sport events with marbles. I was going to use a traditional sports metaphor for this example, but to be completely honest, I don't care about traditional sports. I do, however, care very much about marble sports. When my boyfriend and I started watching marble races last summer during the Olympic events, yes, there's such a thing as Marble Olympics, the first thing that we did was choose teams. I chose team Mellow Yellow, and he chose the Green Ducks. Harmless, right? We thought so too. That is, until we were one event in screaming at the TV for our marbles to quote-unquote run faster to beat each other's teams. In a matter of minutes, with no real-world consequences, my boyfriend and I had found ourselves in a very typical us-versus-them dilemma. It's that quick. And this is coming from someone who doesn't consider herself to be particularly patriotic, has never cared about sports teams, or even wore her school colors as a show of pride. I do not care about this stuff. And yet, it still happens to me. It takes a conscious effort to challenge this us-versus-them style of thinking. I had to take a step back and look at things from a different perspective. The reality was, it didn't matter if Mellow Yellow beat the Green Ducks. What matters is that my boyfriend and I were united in something we both enjoyed. What connected us was the shared positive experience of watching some guy set up intricate racetracks in his garage so that he could race marbles and that both of our teams beat the O-Rangers. To reach this point, we both must accept one truth. We both wanted our own team to win. We each saw within ourselves the opportunity to be the champion, the hero, within our own stories. I want you to think about the last time that you did something for no other reason aside from intentionally hurting someone else. Take a moment to really think about it. If you can't think of something, there's probably a pretty good reason for it, at least from your perspective. I don't know of many people who wake up every day trying to be the bad guy. And yet, we all inevitably become the bad guy in other people's stories. And what's worse, we're often unaware of it. That last part is perhaps the most important. Like I said in my earlier example, the car who cuts me off in traffic while I was driving isn't aware that they just became the bad guy in my story, because they weren't aware of my story at all. They unknowingly became the antagonist, creating an obstacle between me, the protagonist, and my goal or destination. But what if we flip the example? Perhaps I was driving under the speed limit, or failed to move out of the passing lane of traffic. Perhaps maybe even I became the antagonist in their story, preventing the other driver from reaching their destination in a timely manner. To say that all of us intend to do good things all the time would be an overstatement and is just not true. But to automatically assume that someone has bad intentions is also an overstatement and may not always be true. The truth is We can't know if someone's intent is good or bad. Even if we do know their intentions, our judgment of good or bad is based on our own perspective, our own rendition of of the story, not theirs. What we can assume is that they were acting in their own self-interest, because aren't we all? So what keeps someone trapped in an us-versus-them mindset instead of a heroes-within-our-own-stories mindset? Two things. Fear and lack of information. These are really two sides of the same coin. Without knowing all the facts, people begin to feel fear. And when we experience fear, our ancestral brain tells us to stick to what we know because this is safe, and anyone or anything outside of that is a potential threat. What I often see online is people bombarding those who have different viewpoints with information. But this is only half the battle. When someone is scared, their ability to take in new information is limited. So we have to start with fear first. How do we do this? One word, validation. We may not be able to convince someone to see things from our perspective, but we can acknowledge that someone's intent may not have been to cause us harm or create a negative impact. In doing so, we decrease the need to become defensive. When defenses are down, fear is quelled, and new information is more likely to be absorbed. I'm going to state again, this is a perspective to explain behavior, not justify it. The emotions someone is feeling are always going to be valid, That doesn't mean that their actions are justified. How we feel can seem out of our control. But what we do in response to that feeling is in our control and therefore is our responsibility. The next time you find yourself in a situation with someone with whom you share opposing values or beliefs, I want you to remember this. They are the hero in their story just as I am the hero in mine. Pause and think about what they might be feeling. Pause again. Consider how this makes you feel in return. Ask yourself what you think their intentions are before proceeding. If you are able to engage in a conversation with this person, attempt to validate what you think they might be feeling And allow them to correct you if you are in fact mistaken. Respectfully inform them of how their actions impacted you. This is not a time to blame and initiate defenses. You may or may not get an apology. Don't assume that they're ready to understand your side of things. They may not be willing or able to receive information that doesn't align with their own views. Ask permission, and if denied you can choose whether to leave that conversation open for the future. You may be thinking to yourself, wait, that's no fair. Now they'll never know why they're wrong and I'm right. And to that I say, not so fast. While it's true that you may not get everyone to be willing to listen to your side of things, your odds are greater when you are willing to respect someone's right to hold their own values even when they are different from yours, and even when they can be hurtful to you in some way. Yes, your values may be rooted in fact and logic, but they are never going to be open to hearing that perspective if they're too scared and defensive to talk to you. When we villainize people in our daily lives, the world becomes a scarier place than it already is. The truth of the matter is, most people want to do good and believe that they are doing good, at least by their own standards. Challenge yourself to keep this in the back of your mind during your daily interactions, and observe the changes that follow. If you've ever had a conversation with someone who had opposing views to your own, I want to hear about those experiences. I'm in the process of creating social media accounts for this podcast, but until that happens, please feel free to DM me on Twitter at SillyPancake or Instagram at Amanda.Elise.art. You can also email me at AmandaEliseArt at gmail.com and all of this information will be in the show notes down below. If you share your story, your response just might be featured on a future podcast. I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I've been Amanda Elise, wishing you all wellness and Wi-Fi during these trying times. Take care, and I will see you on the internet.